They gave me credit for communicating. I understood the questions without difficulty. I answered, I expressed myself without difficulty, but with mistakes. Hi there, Steve Kaufman here. Is it important to speak a language perfectly? Is it important to make essentially no mistakes or to try to make no mistakes, to try to sound like a native speaker? I think if you've been following my videos, you know that I don't think it is. Uh, remember, if you enjoy these videos, please subscribe, click on the bell for notifications. The reason I want to talk about this is because my wife and I watched the uh, final of the French Open tennis tournament a few days ago. And it kind of reminded me of how important it is to focus on communication rather than these, what I would call almost futile pursuit of perfection, at least futile for most people. And so the reason I'm talking about it is because Novak Djokovic, who is an amazing tennis player, just a delight to watch, and who's also a, a real gentleman, as are all of those top tennis players, Roger Federer, um, Rafael Nadal, so much respect, so much respect for their opponents. Um, you know, it's, it's, it's a quality that, that it, it seems very often in in some circles uh, has uh, gotten gone out of style, you know, win at all cost, uh, trash talk your opponent, uh, this kind of thing. And it's, I find that so distressing. You can compete, but after the competition is over, then you should respect your opponent. And of course, that's what Rafa, uh, Rafa of course, and, and Joko do. And so the other thing that they both do, and, and as does uh, Serena Williams, is if they're in front of a French audience, they will respect their audience by speaking French. Now, of course, you have to be able to speak French and understand French in order to answer questions and communicate in French to thousands of people in the audience and potentially millions of people around the world. And so I was so impressed with Joko. Uh, and I, I've heard him speak um, English, obviously. He's flawless in English. Uh, I've heard him speak Italian. I presume he speaks Spanish. I'm sure he speaks Russian, but his French is wonderful. It's natural. It's pleasant. The, the fans at Roland Garros were delighted to hear him in French. I was delighted to hear him in French. I was almost proud of him. Good for you. And, but he doesn't speak without mistakes. He doesn't, speak. he has what I guess is a Serbian accent in his French. He made mistakes with his uh, gender, uh, you know, he, he said things like, for example, instead of ma famille, he was thanking his family. He was, he decided to thank mon family. Doesn't exist. There's no, there's no family. And it's in any case, ma doesn't matter. However, if, if there were a French teacher there, if his French teachers from school were going to, you know, give him marks for his, uh, talk there, she'd probably mark him down. And I know that, uh, like in Canada, where in the federal bureaucracy, they hand out, you know, bonuses for being bilingual. If uh, someone were to say mon family in their test, they would be marked down. They probably wouldn't get their bilingual bonus. Uh, and, uh, but yet other people will not make that mistake, but they can't get up in front of thousands of people and naturally and, and comfortably speak in a way that they look comfortable. The audience is comfortable. Communication is taking place. So 
how many of the students who got very high marks in French, say in the Canadian school system, in the English speaking school system, are capable of getting up in front of an audience like Joko did and speaking French. And so the, the communication is so important. Of course, Joko would like to speak better. And apparently in a previous uh, interview, he said that, uh, you know, he's working on his French and he, he wants to acquire more words, which is the right thing to do, by the way, work on getting more words. A lot of the grammar will fall into place. Uh, occasionally review the verbs. Um, I'd love to have Joko on link. I, I think he'd really improve. But the point is he would like to improve. But wherever he is, whatever his level is, he's not uncomfortable using it. Now, obviously you have to be at a minimum level. You can't be up there and not understand the question. And this was when I was in Ukraine, for example, in Kiev, and I was interviewed in both Russian and Ukrainian on television. Uh, I could understand the questions. I answered. And some people pointed out that I made mistakes. Sure, I made mistakes. But I think the fact that I spoke in both Russian and Ukrainian to a television audience, first of all, there was the audience in the studio and also people watching on television, they gave me credit for communicating. I understood the questions without difficulty. I answered, I expressed myself without difficulty, but with mistakes. And so I think this is important. We've had this discussion about pitch accent and all this other stuff and people can spend their time doing that. But I think the bigger thing is to, to focus on communicating. As I've said before, just about everybody that I have dealt with in English and I have dealt with non-native speakers in English in my business career, be they Swedes, Germans, uh, Japanese, uh, you know, French, Chinese, Spanish, most of them speak with an accent, most of them speak with mistakes, and yet they communicate very comfortably. Everybody feels comfortable. They feel comfortable because we have the impression, I, as a native speaker, that the person I'm speaking to understands perfectly what I'm saying, and I understand perfectly what they're saying, even if they make the odd mistake. So we obviously, we all want to improve. Uh, and we have to get to a certain level before we can, you know, be comfortable and before people listening to us can be comfortable. But once we're at that level, then I think we have to focus on communicating rather than, uh, again, it's not a matter of you shouldn't, but those who communicate at a less than perfect level should be given credit for what they can do, should give themselves credit for what they can do even if they are motivated to continue working on getting better. So I just wanted to give kudos to Joko. And I should add in, I've seen Rafa do this. Roger Federer, of course, is magnificent in so many languages. I've heard Serena speak very good French, Serena Williams. Um, so, and, and we should also recognize that English speakers, we say, wow, you know, so-and-so spoke French. And if we have, like, I know that, uh, uh, whatever that English tennis player, can't remember, Scottish tennis player spoke Spanish very well. But these non-English speaking athletes and politicians and others, they're always speaking English and they're speaking English well, albeit with mistakes. And I'm always impressed, even when it comes to speaking English, I'm impressed when I hear people, hockey players, you name it, American, like baseball players in the US from the Dominican Republic or somewhere, and they all speak English so well. More English speakers should make the effort 
to speak those languages and get up in front of an audience like Joko did, like Serena has done and so forth and so on. So I'm full of admiration for those people, uh, even though they speak less than perfectly. And uh, I'll leave you a couple of videos that kind of uh, follow the same subject. Bye for now.